Hello and welcome to the fourth issue of the Uncanny Rebirth Crisis from Heroes Direct. Hello and welcome. <laughs> How are you doing today? You good? Yeah, I'm in not so sunny Spain. <laughs> I'm in very sunny Southampton. I know. It's <laughs> a little swapped. It's a How little bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? It's a bit weird. We're gonna go straight into the news. Because our first our first news piece is bizarre. The Sandman is getting a Netflix show with Neil Gaiman attached to it. Ugh. What the fuck? Do you know why I reckon this has happened? This has happened because Good Omens was so good. Yeah, that series was batshit crazy and it worked. And it was fun. It embraced every single weird element. I don't know how you can do a fun Sandman no. series. But you could definitely do it in an anthology-esque way. You know, like American Horror Story. You could do Sandman. It does sound like they're going with that sort of style first because they're going to do it in its entirety or the plan is to do it in its entirety yeah. anyway. Um, so they're going to do like preludes and nocturnes first which is ridiculous. Yeah. And, and I love it. Full on, <laughs> how the fuck are they going to do this? <laughs> like, There are certain properties uh, is, that when, yeah. they, when they announce it's going to happen, I literally sit there and go, how is this even humanly possible? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, another one of those properties that you think, what the fuck, how is this possible, is The Witcher. Yeah. And this week, we got our first look at Henry Cavill as Geralt of Rivia um, from The Witcher books and the games. Um, and I don't hate it. Do you know what I found weird about this, okay? It, it basically looked, and I think it's obviously like an editing thing, obviously, but it really felt like they'd edited those photos in such a way that he felt like a video game character for the for the promo yes and i was like what wouldn't you want to ground this more in like a this is live action this isn't going to be the video game i honestly thought i was looking at pictures character pictures from the next witcher game like oh yeah we've we've progressed but it, it was like there was almost like this weird sheen and they've gone backwards with the uncanny valley and be like, hey, look at this real image that looks like a video game. I was like, well, yeah, it's, it's weird, I'm isn't it? So confused by the marketing of that. I know there's quite a few fans have kicked off like he doesn't have his medallion. He doesn't have the, the second sword. Um, I'm sure I mean, he will. It's, TV, I mean, it's a TV probably... series. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean, like they're going to do that like six episodes in. Come the on, thing let's is, not, let's I'm really here. I'm really interested in, in how this goes, because obviously, like, as we know, video game properties in movies have not been all that successful. <laughs> However... But TV series? TV series, this could be sort interesting. Sort of lend themselves, almost. And I, I, would, I would love to see, like, a Devil May Cry oh. um, TV series. And I think this could be... Imagine that, man. Like, again, go back to Good Omens. Imagine doing a Devil May Cry or even, like, a Demon Hunter as part of a TV series. Yeah. And I would there are yeah, certain yeah. video game properties that I just think would lend themselves. I've I've said for years that I actually think the future of Lara Croft is to go TV series. If you were to go like different relic each season, 10 uh, you could go through different traps, different dungeons. I I just think that would be such yeah. a good way to go like because when you're playing Somebody tell Millicent. Somebody yeah. tell Millicent she'll lose her mind at that idea. <laughs> but when you play video games, you're playing them long form. You're playing like fifty, sixty hours worth of game. Trying to put all of that lore and mythology into like a two hour movie just doesn't work. But if you stretch that over so, so just as an example, like Assassin's Creed, 
That yeah, would make a exactly. perfect TV series. Yeah, you could have him going in every uh, like as a different person, like always going back to the same character playing him, but then have like a different, yeah. almost like Avatar. <laughs> yeah, no, I know what you mean. Um, speaking of different people, we are really zooming through the news this week. Um, different people into into Batman. Vanessa Kirby is supposedly rumored Ooh. to play Catwoman. You see, Catwoman. This is this is so sick. This is awesome, yeah. And you I know, mean, you know, all I have to say is Mission Impossible Fallout. She yeah. is incredible in that. But do you, I, I'm going to pose a question to you right now, Eamon, Yeah. Okay, hit me with your question. Vanessa Kirby for Catwoman. Yeah. Yeah. Which is an absolutely perfect casting in, or yep. you can only have one. Mm-hmm. Vanessa Kirby as Black Cat in a Spider-Man three. Ooh. Her against Ooh. Tom Holland in that kind of like Holy she's older shit. but kind of like toys with him, kind of it like in the video game, yeah, you know, with the DLC. Do you know what? Sorry, that's really weird. I just read last night Ultimate Spider-Man Volume fourteen, and she comes back and they're flirting and they're you know they're getting off and rah 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 and he goes to take his mask off. To mm. sort of be like, hey, let's actually start dating. Yeah, and, and she realizes like, no. that he's a fucking teenager and throws up. Yeah. You could do that. Yeah, you could do that with Vanessa Kirby because you could lean into the whole. Oh my god, this is a fucking teenager. And then, you know and then, mean? imagine Tom that Holland's kind of like, uh, kind of behavior when he's like oh, dating an older woman. Like you could have like such a, like a swagger high school moment where he's like walking through high school oh like do 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 do, and then like uh, all of us. <laughs> Like, what you mean, finger guns? Like yeah, Spider-Man three. <laughs> absolutely. I think that'd be such a good homage back to have him like walking around like finger gunning people. <laughs> um, but actually, but I the think Catwoman thing. I mean, Catwoman is awesome. On, but come on, I've since the second I saw Mission Impo- uh, the Mission Impossible movie, I've been like, oh my god, there is my black cat. That's her. That's oh, definitely. Sony, yeah, I mean, steal I, I agree. them. Steal them immediately from Warner Brothers. Make this shit happen. <laughs> <laughs> but like you know, I mean, give her a give her a hair dye and a bob cut, and I'm so down for her as Catwoman, man. Like, oh, are you gonna just, go? Are you gonna geez. go like that? You're gonna go short hair Catwoman, steampunk Catwoman. Fuck yeah, short hair Catwoman. That's the only way to go. She looks sick. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited for that if it plays out. I was in terms of Catwoman, though. I have to be honest. Like in Dark Knight Rises, I did not hate that Catwoman. I did not hate her at no, all. No, neither did I. In like, fact, I'm quite the opposite. I love the way that her goggles, when they flip up, make the cat ears. So yeah. they don't make a big thing of it. I thought that was so so sick. But I thought you know she I mean? got overshadowed purely by. Bane and like the weird yeah. kind of like yeah. Razal Ghoul connection, like it was mental. Oh, completely agree. Um, you know, if if she'd had her own film, if that makes sense. Yeah, if like she'd have been the main protagonist, her, yeah, definitely, her definitely. playing off against Batman would be amazing. But speaking yeah, of bats um, and batshit crazy, oh, what about the trailer for Knives Out? Strong, very very strong. So this is the uh, next film from Ryan Johnson. Um, and I'm very looking forward to this. It mainly looks just because Chris Evans tells people to eat shit, eat shit, <laughs> definitely eat shit. I was like, that is fantastic. Do you know what I mean? I mean, it looks ridiculous, and the cast, holy shit! The cast is honestly like an ensemble to die for, Isn't really. It? Do you know what I mean? uh, the 
The trailer confused me a little bit in its art style. It's not what we'd, we would usually expect from Johnson at all. Like, mm. it, a bit more muted than I was expecting. But I don't hate it at no, all. I don't. And I'm, I'm ready. I'm here for it. <laughs> the only thing that threw me was Daniel Craig's uh, American accent. I just, that, I'm not okay with it. <laughs> It just sounds daft. Um, no, I'm really looking forward to this. Obviously, I want to know what the whole knife mural thing is that's in the background. Because mm. it looks cool, but like, what the yeah. fuck is it? <laughs> <laughs> but it's a, it's a whodunit. It's a whodunit. So, um, Ryan Johnson I'm hoping it, it's Miss Marvel. We haven't had a good whodunit in a very yeah. long time. So Obviously, I know, I'm excited. Um, Murder on the Orient Express tried to be that and sort of fell oh, it short. Was gross. Um, it was gross. Yeah, it was not. It was not great. Um, I miss the Who Done It. Like when I was a kid, I used to watch Columbo with my mum, and it was like yeah. so. I used to be like, oh, I hate this. Columbo's rubbish. And then literally, I'd be like, I need to know what happens. I, I need see. To I was know the same with like Miss Marple and like Poirot and shit. I used to be yeah, like, no, Poirot not is me. everywhere. This is not me. And then, you know, you find yourself half an hour in like, nah, it was the butler. Nah, mate. <laughs> Do you know what okay. I mean? Pitching you something. Alicia Vikander in a brand new reboot of Murder, She Wrote. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, Come you on, you know you'd be in. <laughs> Do you know what? It's weird. They announced it tomorrow. Because well, I'm so in. Like... <laughs> they announce it tomorrow. Amazon Prime, ten part series, Murder She Wrote, Alicia Vikander. Take my money. I'm yes, so, I am I'm basically so... saying I want I, I want Alicia Vikander to be the new Angela Lansbury. <laughs> That's where Fantastic. I see her career going from now. <laughs> wow. Wow. I think that would mean her career ending. No, no, it or wouldn't not. because then think she could remake Bed Knobs and Broomsticks. That would be a great. Stop. I would love Stop. to see Alicia Vikander as Bedknobs and Broomsticks. <laughs> Real talk, though. Bedknobs and Broomsticks is a great film. Yeah, absolutely. I watched it the other day, and do you know what? There's something to be said for having 2D animation with live-action people. And I actually think, you know, now we lean so far into CGI now. I think now to do, like, a Who Framed Roger Rabbit again now, that sort of yeah. vibe would be so sick. The technology would lend itself so well to doing that. Um, if you didn't go at the style of like CGI, you went actual drawn looks. I just think that would be yeah, sick yeah. and I would love to see it. So not like Looney Tunes back in action then? Oh, oh, oh. Speaking of <laughs> awesome cartoons, speaking of awesome cartoons, this isn't on our uh, show notes at all. Oh, God. But did you watch the trailer for Teen Titans Go versus Teen Titans? You mean Budget Spider-Verse? Mate, it is sick. I loved it. That trailer was keen. so fucking funny. I loved nope. Teen Titans Go to the Movies. I thought it was so on the nose in terms of, like, like it was like Deadpool for kids. It was so yeah. funny. Yeah. And then that yeah. trailer came out and just popped up, and I was like, oh, my God, this is brilliant. Like, this is so much fun. I love the original Teen Titans. And I see, only more... got into Teen Titans Go because of the movie. So I'm so excited to see the characters that I no actually know with those yeah, yeah, mental yeah. Looney Tunes together. I yeah, thought it was yeah. fucking brilliant. See, I was, you know, I grew up, my peak nerd as a, as a kid was being into the Teen Titans series. Um, 
because I watched that and Static Shock back to back because they were. Sick. Yeah, dude, I was there with you. Like, absolutely, Static Shock was. A... Why haven't they made a Static Shock movie yet? That does, I don't know, I don't... but I think in like, in this Warner generation, Brothers. that film could do gangbusters. Mate, do you know what I mean? Warner Brothers. I'm sorry, Static Shock is a bigger like African American like icon than Black Panther. Like in the zeitgeist, right? Why the hell is Static Shock? I think you've got a whole generation that grew up on Static Shock. Yeah. Why the hell is there a Static Shock? And think about his powers and how it comes across. I'm like, this is. I'm not being funny, but like, the TV series dealt with like racism in a big way. Do you know what I mean? Like, there there was even um, an issue, an episode on gun violence in a cartoon like that. It was just, I mean, that says a lot. Imagine what what? they could do with a big budget. With the success of Black Lightning. Uh, yeah, because I really yeah. I think it's really underrated. It doesn't get I the do, attention mate. it deserves. It's great. Uh, Black Lightning is definitely on the adult side, but it doesn't fuck about with his comic book references. I just think you do yeah, yeah. a static yeah. shock way of that. But I want to see a movie because I do think he deserves a movie. Like it's yeah, it, he's a superhero, uh, I... and you need that budget. But if you do want a good static shock story, um, Young Justice at the minute. Um, oh really? I think it's last last season they they did um, they did Static Shock and they explained in their continuity how he gets his powers and you know what happens and who takes him on under their wing, i.e. Black mm. Lightning. Um, yeah, literally everything that Young Justice are doing do you at the think, minute is is top notch. Seriously, do you think maybe the the reason why they're holding off on it is because of the popularity currently of Miles Morales and uh, potentially they don't want that uh, they don't want that flack even though they even though it isn't the same thing at all but maybe that's what they're going they don't want to be seen as like copying marvel and sony sort of thing Mm. maybe is such like a like it's such a different storyline it's about being in an urban setting and having crime all around you that isn't necessarily super crime and that is yes. what I love about Static Shock is yeah. it's actually very much a grounded storyline, not a, oh my God, they're going to take over the world storyline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, hang on. Dav, did you just profess your love for something DC? Yeah, but that's because it's ding, ding, the ding. most un-DC feel- <laughs> feeling thing ever. <laughs> Tell me, uh, honestly, if I give you if I give you that storyline, okay, you don't know who the character is, I say to you... Um, Young black superhero cleans up street gangs, cleans up his neighborhood, stops drug runners, stops traffickers, that sort of thing. Yeah, are you putting that on Marvel or are you putting that on DC? Um, well, you see, obviously, I'm biased towards DC. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's no, but it's such a Marvel esque way of telling a story. Like, it is, it is, yeah. But you went gritty with it, and and DC are gritty yeah. than Marvel at times, so absolutely argue, so, arguably anyway uh, you know you know as we do this weekly i'm gradually because i'm having to read them <laughs> yes, to do the reviews yes i are. am starting to enjoy some dc i concede something that yeah. i think me and you need to discuss in terms of do we enjoy it is the walking dead finale yes so <laughs> um i christ basically this week they announced literally like two days ago they were just like oh the Walking Dead, that comic series that seems to lumber on forever, like the the epitome. <laughs> oh, oh, I see what you did there, lumbering on. Uh huh. Um, 
Yeah, it's ending with issue 193. Yeah, we're seven issues off 200. What? We're going to finish what? it at 193. That the is fuck? so ridiculous. Like, come on. You've done um, it for this yeah. long. End it at fucking 200, you bellend. You may as well. Do you know what I mean? Um, oh, mate, that's um, only like Invincible, though. Didn't Invincible end on like 153? And I was like, are you yeah. stupid? And then the thing that annoyed me so much about Invincible is like the last issue of Invincible. It's like this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. Oh, and everything. Oh, here we are. Everything's happened. Oh, it's literally like every third page was like a jump in time. I was like, what yeah. the fuck is happening? Like, come on. So obviously, I know you've not managed to read it yet. Um, I I took a gander. I thought I should probably, you know, splash the cash on this one. Uh, had a read, and it's fine. It's fine. I mean, I think spends... based on what you've told me, I think we need bees back on the show to discuss this. <laughs> oh, one hundred percent, bees. Get your, bees, get your we ass need back you. here, man. We need we your need ass you. back here to discuss this um, final issue of Walking Dead because for, for me, some, there was some get stuff to get through, eh? <laughs> yeah, for me, there was um, there was some nice sentiments in there. There was nowhere near enough zombies. <laughs> uh, I think for your final issue of a, of a comic series called The Walking Dead, there was nowhere near enough of that. I know there was a point that he was trying to make that becomes clear when you read it, but um, it felt like they were trying to shoehorn in so many characters to be like, hey, look where they are now. And it's yeah. like, right, That's exactly, okay, yeah, mate, honestly, hilarious. that is my Great. exact issue with the invincible finale as well so it sounds like they've done a very similar thing that's a coincidence isn't it i wonder who made invincible i wonder wonder why that is Mm. fucking robert kirkman fuck's sake robert kirkman (laughs) but yeah i mean it's fine um weirdly that actually brings us on to another news point um because it's it's as if marvel knew that a void was coming in the world um because marvel zombies are coming back so what are your feelings on Marvel Zombies? Because to me, it's batshit crazy what if, and I love it. I want to live in 2149. Do you know what I mean? Like, Brilliant. that's what I want to go for. Like, I want to live on Earth 2149. Because... I, mean, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want to live there. I would. It would imagine being a, a superhero zombie slayer. I mean, come on. I've written my own fucking superhero right there. Replace <laughs> vampires with Blade, Sorry. and it would be me, and it would be called Fork... And I'll literally just go around fucking up super. It's like you. the boys meets Blade meets Fat Dav. It's the ultimate comic. Wow. That's that's the next Barry Tomorrow t shirt, isn't it? The back. I'll tell you what, though. Is, imagine be a picture imagine, of you fighting zombies. Imagine the most batshit crazy fucking uh, uh, crossover ever if the boys had to come in to beat the oh, Marvel fucking zombies. Hell. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Come on, tell me you would have loved that. I, I would, but I don't know if my my mind is ready for that. I don't know if I could handle it. So the dead are going to um, rise again this time in October, like in yes, the Halloween. Yeah. Wonderful. Uh, brilliant. Um, I mean, yeah, fine. Okay. I, I mean, mean I'd rather, personally, I'd rather see new, like we've said before, I'd rather see new stories and new characters. But yeah. hey, um, yeah. I'll read when it. When are we going to get an absolute monster squad? What if from Marvel? I want it to be oh, like. I want it to be like Dracula, the Mummy. Yeah. Like yeah, Imhotep, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Mummy, Werewolf. Like I want. I want to see Frankenstein's monster versus the Marvel superheroes. Now that Ooh. is something that I want. Imagine like Dracula 
like, and we're talking like full on most powerful version of Dracula and Imhotep versus like Scarlet Witch. I mean, come on, this would be sick. Like, imagine if Dracula fell in love with Scarlet Witch, and then basically yeah. that's what it's about. Like, oh my god, you, you, do that. Give us that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you could just, I don't know, go with Creature Commandos from DC, who are you know literally led yeah. by Frankenstein. But you know, whatever. Well, yeah, but. I don't understand if you're going to do like a Marvel kind of... and I mean, there is a real big market for Marvel zombies. There's a whole oh, fan oh, base definitely. that is just purely like, give me more Marvel zombies, give me more Marvel zombies. I think when they originally did it, it was a, let's create this world, that's, you know, this is what it is. But since then, everyone's like, give me more, we want to live in that world. Um, yeah. But, you know, when you've got... where You know, I need a new Midnight Suns book. But that's what I need. I need. <laughs> I, I need that. That is something I need. Uh, yeah. I want to see Ghost Rider with Venom and Moon Knight and Werewolf by Night. I mean, and yeah. Man Thing. I want yeah. them to take on the sinister dark of the world. And I will even have a DC crossover because I've got a newfound love for Constantine. I want him yes. to come in, and I want him oh, to be. My boy I, Constantine. I'm going I'm going to substitute him in from DC to join the Midnight Suns because that would be so sick. <laughs> Honestly, like, you put my boy Constantine in anything and I want to read it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I think it's great. I mean, I'm uh, fully in now. I I liked the movie because I never read Constantine. But since What, the reading, Keanu movie? Yeah. The Keanu movie I, I, is so great. But since reading the comics, like, it is yeah. not a... It's not an. It's a, still a wicked movie, but it's definitely not the comics. And I, no. you know, you put me onto them, and I fucking love it. It feels the it's most. It's own like Elseworld story is the movie. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's great, and it, it's got such a good gallery of other other side characters as well. Oh, easy, and that's the mate. Thing. Like it's Papa so Midnight good. all the way. Yeah, Papa Midnight all the way, mate. It's great. Um, yeah, Hellblazer comics are insane. Do you know what I mean? Uh, in the set, very Would much the same vein as Swamp Thing. A, a um, Constantine Hellboy crossover, though. Oh, fuck yeah. Imagine fuck that. Fuck yeah. So Take sick. my money. Take my fucking money. Like, they have money. to journey back to hell. Uh, like... No, it starts with <laughs> Constantine going to hell to save Hellboy. Yeah, that would be you so You are welcome. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can have that one for free. But speaking of awesome comics, what have we got on the pool list this week? Uh, so first up is one that we've talked about quite a lot on the pod is Deceased. Deceased number three came out this week um, and it is uh, surprisingly emotional. Uh, the last few pages <laughs> where all I will say is Superman has to go to Smallville. That's all I'll say on that one. Um, is yeah, Basically, packs, he goes back packs to a Smallville bit of a punch. and it starts the season Smallville. <laughs> so <laughs> one, I wish. It definitely does not. <laughs> I really wish it did. I fucking love Smallville. Don't don't bitch me out on this. Um, no, the yeah it ends with a really surprising emotional moment that I didn't really see come in. Um, and I was yeah, Tom Taylor, you're a sadist. Um, <laughs> you're a very good writer, but you're a sadist. Uh, <laughs> don't you love it though when when a comic book writer takes what you what you love and pushes you further with your love for it, and then just goes, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna ruin you. <laughs> yeah well the the opening few pages uh does that because after the events of the previous two issues let's just say the bat family are no more um <laughs> and it basically ends with alfred leaving by himself and i was just like oh my god like the panel of him looking at what he's had to do 
holy it was it was very well done and i was like okay shit real yeah real really really heavy almost like as heavy as doom patrol weight of the world's number one (laughs) now i haven't got this yet and you said to me last night you were like you have to read it because again it's from what you were describing it sounds like my sort of thing weirdos being weirdos (laughs) it's it's weirdos being weirdos uh on a completely new plane of existence being weirdos (laughs) in a weird place (laughs) um the tv series is fantastic so if you haven't seen doom patrol tv series go and watch that i have been watching it and it is i it's you know I agree with you, it's better than Titans, but I love Titans, so that just shows how good it is. It's so yeah. weird. Um, it's fucking bizarre, it's the, man. It's just, Honestly. it's just all over the place, and yet, I'm here for it yeah, every it single works. time. Do you know what my I mean? only biggest gripe is that there isn't, uh, because obviously of when it takes place, I really, from Teen Titans, I loved Beast Boy so much, yeah. and I would yeah, love yeah, yeah. to have more of Beast Boy in Doom Patrol, but I get why we don't. <laughs> Yeah, I know what you mean. I was the same. I was kind of waiting for him to, to turn up, but hey. Mm. Um, and this this new series is very much in that same vein of just fucking bizarre. Um, there's, you know, a variety of different characters on a bunch of different planes of existence that all mm. exist within a sentient ambulance. And I'm <laughs> not joking. Um, it's fucking... so up my street. I'm it's in. So I mean, weird. take my money. Um, one of one of the worlds that they're in um, is basically a giant marathon world. Uh, one of them is as um, a there's a giant like god that they're living in. It's fucking so strange. Can't really say everything in it. Don't because, ruin it. I will read it. Yeah, I don't want to ruin about it. it next week. Um, but what they do with Robot Man's really really interesting. That changed it up massively for me because um, there's a certain expectation with yeah, him. Robot Man was such a weird character for me because. For all intents and purposes, from the name to the look to everything, you're like, I'm going to hate this character. How insane is it that both the comic book writers and the TV series have been able to make this character that is, for all intents and purposes, really shit, but make it emotional juggernaut of like just intensity and backstory and you you there's more emotion to this fucking robot than there is to the other characters and i'm just like this Agreed. is a, a character called robot man and he yeah. literally looks like you know a 1980s steampunk drawing and yeah <laughs> i feel for him and i'm and i do think that that's something in uh doom patrol season sorry to go back and and come off but it's it's not the biggest cgi budget and it's ropey, but because the storytelling no, is works. so good, it works. You, you don't it. give a fuck. Like you, you, In fact, and, it and, almost makes it. Yeah, absolutely. It makes it a little bit cult, doesn't it? So yeah. kind of like Farscape. Do you get what I mean with yes. that? Like Farscape oh, was mate, a little Farscape, bit like, whoa, but it, it really, it doesn't matter because the storytelling is so good. Yeah, and Robot Man's story in this issue uh, again, very hard hitting, very emotional, um, and I, I didn't it's, didn't see it coming. It works works a treat. So DC comics are literally killing it at the moment. Yeah, Doom Patrol: Weight of the Worlds number one. Check it out. Another number one actually this week is Fantastic Four: The Prodigal Son. Um, okay, 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 just, okay. I just picked this up because like it had fucking the Fantastic Four and Kazar on the front of yeah. it. And I was like, what the fuck? This just looks bizarre. And I love it. Um, it's good. 
It's kind of weird. Uh, it, it acts more like a one-shot. It, do you know what disappointed what, me? What disappointed you? We've talked about Silver Surfer Black, okay? Yeah. Yep. And how it's uh, it's batshit crazy and really, really curvy and stuff like that. And we've, we've reviewed a couple of comics over the last couple of weeks that have felt like that from Marvel, that have really yes. lent into this kind of weird technicolor world, yeah? Mm-hmm. This w- would have lent itself so well to that style. And it, yeah. although it just didn't give me the... Like, when we read Silver Surfer Black, you were like, holy shit. Like, I need more. I, You know, this is crazy. And this just didn't... You know, this is Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four should be the only grounded things in there are the family. Like, everything yes. else needs to feel yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. you could never even fathom it in your brain. Because I feel like that's the point of Reed Richards. Reed Richards is able to comprehend things which is why he doesn't panic in the face of bonkers things because he is the most intelligent man in the world i didn't ever feel at any point that i could potentially like not live in this world i know it's weird and i know it's fucked up and i don't have superhero powers but do you know what i mean you want your fantastic four to be like hot like i can't when you look on a splash page you want to be like Oh my god! I have no idea what's going on. It's okay yeah. though because Reed Richards is there. <laughs> yeah, no, I know what you're saying. Um, so basically, this this issue takes place mainly in the Savage Land. Um, this new intergalactic person shows up um, and starts causing a load of shit, basically. Um, and Kazar and Shazar, really inventive names, um, get hold of the four. And they're like, you know, you need to come and sort this shit out because shit's going weird. Um, and it just, it felt very generic in how it looked. It wasn't, mm. like you say, yeah, the curvy trippiness that, that Silver Surfer Black did. Um, but what I did really like about it is the writing. The writing was so funny. Um, it, it made me laugh out loud. There was a moment when um, they're trying to find this like uh, laboratory in the Savage Land. And they were saying, yeah, he had loads of good scientists, had loads of guns in there. Um, and Reed Richards is like, nah, no scientist should ever have guns. And it cuts to a panel below of, of uh, the thing being like, oh, so where should we put this anti-gravity gun then? Um, <laughs> it was just like, it was really, really on point. I enjoyed it. Um, it's written by Peter David. So, I mean, you know, we have him to thank for Professor Hulk. Just like to yeah. point that out. <laughs> uh, so it is, it, yeah. I, I was kind of disappointed it didn't go weirder, but it, it, I think it played a bit too safe actually. Without being funny, like we've progressed so far in Fantastic Four from where they started and stuff like that. Yeah, I now man. no longer want to, unless someone can do something crazy with it. I only want to see the maker. I don't want to see the family anymore because the maker is such a more devastatingly uh, uh, like uh, easy ultimate power like for example if yeah. if we do have fantastic four in in the next phase of the mcu the big bad should be reed richards it should yep. progress to that point that's yeah he's more dangerous than thanos and well, I mean, so now all you need to read then is uh, Donny Cates' Venom run because the maker is <laughs> exactly amazing in that. <laughs> the, the maker, maker is so interrogating uh, Venom is one of the gnarliest things you can watch. <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. I love it. Um, but the maker, yeah. the maker is such a, like it's not that I don't love the the original family, and I do. I I'm all for the family. <laughs> See yeah, what I did there. Hey. But it's. 
I, I don't know, when you get given a character like the maker, you're just like, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah, yeah, ultimate, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, no, let's not go back. Let's not change this continuity. If you want to change it, still lead with it ending at the maker. Like, you know, start with the maker doing something heinous and then go, it wasn't always like this. New series, new, uh, like, arc. New, you know, tell the story like that. But you've always got to acknowledge that Reed is going to become the ultimate universal bad. I think that that that's such an important storyline. But yeah, anyway, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not shitting on this at all. It's really good. It's just when it's, you're given something that's really, in a, in a world where comic books are trying new things because people are buying comic books, it seems at the moment, it's a shame that this, even though the storytelling is so good that it came across as so generic and samey. Yeah. Well, um, it's kind of weird. They're telling this prodigal son story over three issues. Uh, I think the next one's going to be Silver Surfer. So Silver Surfer, the prodigal son. Um, and then Guardians of the Galaxy, the prodigal son. So it's kind of a weird direction to take. Um, yeah. I'll be interested to see if the Testing Silver Surfer the water, issue... Raymond. Testing <laughs> the water, Raymond. Yeah, if, if Silver Surfer sort of has that same art style as Silver Surfer Black did or not. We'll see. I doubt it. Um, I doubt it. That yeah. just feels so... Uh, th- th- that feels like Donny Cates's and don't touch it. Like. <laughs> so moving on to completely separate publisher that we haven't really talked about much on this show before, aside from the TV series, uh, is, is Archie Comics. Um, and at the minute, their horror stuff is top-notch. Um, yeah, everything it's, horror it's they're bonkers. doing is brilliant uh their most recent series is blossoms 666 um now this focuses on uh cheryl and jason blossom who at the start of the series are basically tasked with turning one of the you know students of riverdale high um into like making a sacrifice and yes like a human sacrifice that's batshit crazy what's even more batshit crazy they're basically told that one of them is the devil and they're competing against each other for the role of the devil. I love it. What I love everything about it. What the fuck? <laughs> but, uh, it's great. Do you know, I'm it, really again, enjoying it. Again, going back to the TV series of Riverdale, right? It yeah. hasn't gone that far, but it is that ridiculous. Do you know what I mean? That seems like a storyline that they would quite easily throw in but leave out the devil part. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you Definitely. know, you've got to make a human sacrifice and then you, you get the family fortune. Like, that's how mental it is. And uh, I, I think... I think uh, they're they're leaning into that in the Archie comics because they have done for a while, like you know, with your oh, Jughead, uh, the <laughs> Jughead Werewolf. <laughs> yeah, mate, I love, I fucking love Jughead the Hunger. It's so good. Um, and <laughs> Afterlife with Archie basically is the Archie Zombie Apocalypse is amazing. Yeah. Let's not even, you know, we don't even need to mention. So they, they've Tales been doing bonkers stuff, and maybe it is just a, like it's art imitating art. Like you don't know yeah. where one writer ends and the next one begins. But yeah. this, we are, we must be a season away from, you know, <laughs> a major Riverdale Sabrina crossover. We must be. Uh, well, it they must already be did close. it. They actually already did it, sort of, uh, in a previous. But season. I'm talking like I'm, I'm talking like a yeah. little bit of a defenders, like a four arc, a four <laughs> episode arc. Bring them together, a Halloween oh, special. Christ. I would Jughead and Sabrina get it on. <laughs> no, it's Archie and Sabrina at the minute in the comics. That is a thing. I'm not even kidding. Archie and Sabrina are dating. I, I don't I, like it. Yeah. Um. Honestly, you should. Cole Sprouse, my boy. I like it. 
Cool Sprouse. I love you. But yeah, Blossom. You're my jughead. Oh, cute. I like it. Um, yeah, Blossom Six 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 is really viciously good. It's viciously funny, um, and it takes the sort of if you're familiar with Archie comics, or even if you're just familiar with the TV series, um, there's certain things you already know, and it plays with those expectations in a really, really interesting way. Um, and takes the story in a equally interesting direction, and I just want it more. I want all of it now. Give me the trade in my hands so that I don't have to wait for each fucking issue. Um, <laughs> Respect yeah. it. That that brings us to the end of our pool list. Um, the main important thing to say to all of you, if you're listening right now, is buy comics. Just go into your local comic book shop. You will have one. I promise you, you will have one. You might not Even know where it is. Even if it's just a Waterstones, because Waterstones do yeah, sell comics. Just, they sell trades. Just Go in and buy comics because there is so much crazy stuff happening right now. It's almost like there's this rejuvenation in being uh, like allowing these creators to create whatever they want because of the popularity. I think, honestly, it feels at the moment exciting because it's like (laughs) the movie world is putting money into comic books to try and find the next franchise, and that and they're allowing people to do anything, and it's uh, I love it and. That, that, that's why, you know, in previous episodes, I've kind of been a little bit like, hey, can we have something that's not my the, the superheroes I know? Because I feel like that's what yeah. we're waiting for. But what we are actually yeah. getting is, you know, from the, the other publishing houses other than Marvel and DC, we're getting that. And it's important to acknowledge that although we don't talk about it every week, there are is more than Marvel and DC. They are just the powerhouses. So obviously we've got more to talk about with them because they're, they're putting out like... 50 books yeah, a week <laughs> exactly um it's easier to talk about characters that everybody everybody knows as well do you know what i mean um so that we're not sort of alienating people if they don't know about a certain publishing house or whatever but that's what we, we hope to do with this series is you know introduce you to more comics and new and new characters quick plug time for those of you who haven't already if you're not subscribed make sure you subscribe we've got lots of shows coming and have already been the latest episode of a super fan for all seasons with my boy chrissy d on speaking about all things power rangers we recorded it in a very small hotel room in the middle <laughs> and of you norway can tell. <laughs> you can tell we're literally sat on on top of each other so you should definitely <laughs> check that out we're gonna have a special spider-man episode coming soon because we have so much to talk about and yes i do mean that mid credit scenes <laughs> we've got so much coming up and we're still here we're still happy and we are definitely going to be bringing you more the uncanny rebirth crisis every single week where can they find you Eamon? you can tweet me Eamon jacobs you can tweet dav at swearbox dj you can tweet both at here is direct and we will see you next time love you